Good morning. Thank you for joining me, Pastor Zach Williams of Flat Creek Baptist Church here in Gainesville, Georgia. Today, we're going to continue in the book of Acts chapter 16. And over the next couple days, I'm going to just break down Acts chapter number 16, verse 16 through verse number 34. This is going to take four or five days for us to go through because there's just so much in this little section of scripture here. As we began to see this, this uh, what happens next in Philippi to Paul and Silas and those they are traveling with. Now remember that when they got to Philippi, uh, what we saw yesterday was that they go to this riverbank on a Sabbath day and there they meet a woman named Lydia who is converted to Christianity. She's baptized and she invites Paul and his friends to come and stay at her house where Paul now is going to go and he's going to set up a house church inside of Philippi. Now, as you think about this today, you, you, you can look at things and you can think on the one hand, things in Philippi were going really good. And, and Paul and, and his ministry team, I mean, God is blessing their efforts. But let me just remind you that if God is working and moving, you can always rest assured that Satan is somewhere lurking in the midst. And he's going to do all he can to stop and stifle the work of God. Now, I always like to say it like this, and, and uh, I always like to say that, you know, Satan knows who he can poke in order to rile them up to stand in opposition to the things of God. And I think we're going to see that here in the text, that Paul's going to go, or, or the, Satan is going to go along, and he's going to poke a certain individual, and is going to cause an uproar by the time the chapter is over. But what we're going to see in the text is that the name of Jesus is powerful. And the name of Jesus is greater than any any force or any spirit on this earth. Friends, there is power in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So I want you to listen over the next few days to what we see in Acts chapter 16. As I said, we're going to break this down actually into five sections. And so it's going to take us a few days to walk through it, but I want you to see this. So I want you to make sure if you are listening today to be, to listen tomorrow and the coming days so that you can hear the conclusion of this story from Acts 16. So the Bible says that once, verse 16, as we were on our way to prayer. So notice again the word we. So Luke is traveling with Paul and with Silas and they're going to prayer. Maybe back to that same spot where they met Lydia, back to the riverbank. Maybe they're they're going, you know, to somebody else's place of residence that they've met or they've seen converted to Christianity. We don't know, but the Bible does say that they were on their way to prayer and a slave girl met us who had a spirit of prediction. Remember I told you a moment ago, Satan knows who to poke. Well, he poked this slave girl who has a spirit of prediction. This woman, this girl, she is under the influence of demons. We're going to see that in a moment. The Bible says that she made a large profit for her owners by fortune telling. So she, like Lydia, who had a lucrative business selling purple, this slave girl who is unnamed, she had a lucrative business fortune telling, except 
Only one thing, she was a slave, so the money that she was making was actually going to her owners. And so we see that she was telling these fortunes and people were believing and giving her, her their money and then she was turning that money over to those who had her enslaved. And the Bible says that she followed Paul and us and she cried out, these men who are proclaiming to you the way of salvation are slaves of the Most High God. And she did this for many days. Now, at first glance, that that doesn't seem like that bad. I mean, you know, here's this girl. She's behind them. And she seems to actually be validating their ministry. These men, you know, they're, 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 they're slaves of the Most High God. And it seems like she's actually validating them. But what we're going to find in the text here in a moment is that Actually, what's going on is this is a moment of mockery. She's coming along behind them and as they are sharing the gospel, as they're praying over the sick, as they're praying over the disease, as they're baptizing, she's standing in the background and she's mocking them and mocking their Jesus and mocking their God. Oh, you're the slaves of the Most High God. Here they are, everybody, the slaves of the Most High God. Pay attention to them because they're slaves of the Most High God. But then over here, she's behind them and she's still doing her fortune telling and her magic and all these things. And so she had come behind them for a few days, it seems. And maybe at first, Paul and Silas and Luke and those who were traveling with them for a few days, maybe they just kind of disregarded her and they didn't really say anything to her. They just kind of let it pass and 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 they weren't going to, to really even, even give it much time or effort, but it persisted. And as it persisted, they become in tune to the fact that this girl, she's more than a physical slave. She's a spiritual slave. In fact, she's in bondage to a demon. So the Bible says that Paul was greatly aggravated and turned to the spirit. Now notice there what Luke does. He doesn't say he turned to the girl. It says he turned to the spirit. So that probably means... That when this girl was speaking in mockery of the disciples, that the voice that was rising up out of her was more than likely the voice of a demonic spirit. It was evident that this wasn't the young girl that was talking. Something inside of her was going on and it was supernatural in nature. So when Paul turns to speak to her, he doesn't turn to speak to her. He speaks directly to the spirit that's within her. Now, let me say real quickly to you today that I truly do believe in demon possession and demon oppression. I believe it with all of my heart. I believe today uh, that there are many things in this land and across our world that we chalk up to, to disorders and all those things that actually have a demonic influence behind it. Now, that's not to say that everything that we see is demonic. Of course, we do know that there are some true uh, physical and psychological disabilities that people have, and, and we don't want to make light of that. But I really believe in my heart that much of what we see has a demonic influence. And I think that that, that, that Satan, he, he doesn't mind that we call it all these other things because then he can stay hidden in the background and he can continue to work. But Paul was not afraid to call it out. He looks directly at the Spirit and he says, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. 
And the Bible says, and it came out right away. So here's this girl, the spirit of prediction, fortune telling, you know, mocking these men. And people see her and maybe they're scared of her. We think about that man back in Mark chapter 5 that has the legion of demons living inside of him. He was a frightening, frightening man. But when the name of Jesus is proclaimed over this demon inside of this girl, the demon has to leave immediately. Why? Because demons shudder. The Bible says they believe and shudder in God. They know the name of Jesus and they know they are under his authority and under his command and they can do absolutely nothing and have no power. When the name of Jesus is proclaimed and they are told to leave, they have to leave. They cannot stay in that place. I'm reminded of a friend of mine who preaches uh, up in Tennessee. And every time he preaches, he prays the following prayer. He says, I pray any spirit, not of the Holy Spirit, in the mighty name of Jesus, might leave this place. And today, I want to encourage you to pray the same type of prayer. If you are feeling today any sort of demonic influence in your life, any sort of demonic in, uh, oppression, if you feel there's any sort of demonic influence over your home, then you pray in the mighty name of Jesus that if there's any spirit, not of the Holy Spirit, they must leave. And the Bible says they will flee. And so what you must say today is you are not welcome here. That's what Paul says. Get out of the girl. And the Bible says the demon ran away. Friends, listen to me. There's power in the mighty name of Jesus. Go and take the fight to the enemy. May God bless you as you step onto the battlefield today. I'll see you next time on New Horizons.